minutes after 6 a.m. Good morning, everybody. My name is Nachum Siegel. Welcome to a Friday, Erev Shabbos. This is your Jewish Moments in the Morning radio program.
Till I can sing these songs again So I'll take it with me every day Till Shabbos comes And I can say Come join with me my friends When you're running all I
חיים טובים בדרך אליך, לך בראש זקוף, היום לפניך, גם ברגעים של נפילה, אף פעם אל תתייאש מהתפילה, כי השם איתך שם לידך, כתיים שתלוי בך, הוא לא עוזב, לא מעצב
This uh, Erev Shabbos Parshas Yisro, candle lighting time at 5.14 on this Erev Shabbos here in the uh, New York, New Jersey area. Getting set for President's Day weekend, and I thank you for joining us on a Friday morning broadcast here at JM in the AM. So much happening, so much going on, so many things to talk about. And a, a real pleasure to have you aboard tuned in around the world. It's much appreciated. By the way, we love your comments. If you want to go to the uh, NSN app and post a comment on our home screen, you'll see on the home screen it says add a comment. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and know where you're listening to us 
and how you're listening to us. Har Mitzvah, done by Mordechai Shapiro. You heard Ari Goldwag and Hashem Tamid. Itzchani was Avram Fried. Moshav Band had Lachadodi and Vishamru. Aryeh Kunstler, Mizmor Shir. He, the star of the Kosher Halftime Show 2017. Matanot Ktanot, Rami Kleinstein. And Regesh, Modani opening things up. And we say good morning. Friday on this February 17th, the 21st of Shvat. Again, it's Erev Shabbos Parshas Yisro. Candle lighting at 514. Big Friday as usual. Uh, we will, um, we're going to check in today. Since Malcolm can't join us because of his travel schedule, we're going to check in today with the Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, Danny Danone, who will join us at some point toward the end of the 7 o'clock hour. It should be very interesting in light of everything going on in Washington, Jerusalem, and beyond. Um, 8 o'clock hour will include, of course, Rabbi Yudin. We'll have an Achiezer uh, update regarding the big event uh, a week from Sunday night. And uh, then we'll drift into Naomi Nachman and her uh, table for two. She's the author of the brand new book, Perfect for Pesach. So we wish her congratulations on that. We spoke to her about that yesterday on the air. And uh, then, of course, our Kedem presentation of the Erev Shabbos Music Mix, including the Kedem presentation of the Mark Zamek Friday Live Lunch, all happening all day long until candle lighting time uh, on the Nahum Siegel Network. So as we always recommend, but today I really, really mean it, as we always recommend, uh, today is the day to just keep it on the Nahum Siegel Network all day long. If you're calling in and using our listen line, uh, just keep the phone on speaker the entire day. If you're using our app, obviously keep the app on the entire day. If you're at the computer, keep your computer stream on the entire day. If you're on your web radio, keep the web radio going the entire day. Today is the day uh, to just make sure that you are tuned in to us as much as possible. Believe you me, you will enjoy it. Yaakov Shweki's next. It's Friday, Erev Shabbos. It's JM in the AM. <laughs>
Siyah Shoshan Khokhi Mahabas Kaloni Sostodin Mivon Siyah Shoshan Khokhi Mahabas Kaloni Sostodin Mivon Siyah Shoshan Khokhi Mahabas
yudati 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 ki hinni beyotu beyotu beyodhu Oh, 
Thank you, Avramel. It's Avram Freed. He's pretty remarkable. Mordechai Shapiro with Ki Malachav. You heard Kol uh, Yimei done by Benny Friedman. Gershon Roba in there with Mivon Siach. Eight Rako, that was, of course, Yaakov Shweki. Friday morning, JM in the AM on this February the 17th, the 21st of Shvat. Good morning. Candle lighting 514 in the New York area. 514. It's Erev Shabbos Parshas Yisro. Erev Shabbos Parshas Yisro. Um, first of all, I got a, a piece of unbelievable news last night. Well, not really unbelievable if you knew, if you knew the circumstances, but just a piece of wonderful news that I love to report and share with uh, our audience. I uh, want to wish a Mazel Tov to Tsipora and Avi Koslowski. They had a brand new baby boy yesterday. Brand new baby boy to Tsipora and Avi. Um, to the extended Koslowski and Landsman families, a special Mazel Tov, a special Mazel Tov to our dear friends, Naomi and Rabbi Mark Landsman, and of course uh, to Dr. and Mrs. Landsman, and the extended uh, Kupchik and Landsman families. What a beautiful and wonderful um, uh, Simcha, and we say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM and the AM. Sipora and Avi Koslowski, they are proud parents of a brand new baby boy. We say Mazel Tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Uh, news from Israel will be coming up next. We'll then uh, head into hour number two of our broadcast. And Ambassador Danny Dion, the Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, is going to be joining us here on AJM in the AM Friday. Uh, should be very interesting. A whole list of topics to discuss with him should be very, very interesting. Oh, by the way, a mazel tov to the Yeshiva University Maccabees. They won again last night. Uh, the Macs have won again. And I believe senior night, I believe the final home game of the season is tomorrow night, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so to the Max and to uh, Coach Elliot Steinmetz and the entire team, we say Mazal Tov from all of us here at um, JM in the AM. It's America's one and only Jewish moments in the morning radio program. Heard on listener-sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at, J- at uh, NachumSiegel.com, of course, on the NachumSiegel Network and on our beloved NSN app. Golly, it's on the background. We'll do our news from Israel coming up. And then, of course, plenty more on a Friday morning, as you would suspect. Galit Sal, Israel Army Radio, 2 p.m. newscast for a Friday follows next. We say Boker Toe from James Dam. גליצר שעה שתיים, כאן שיר הדס מאיר עם מה שקורה עכשיו. ליברמן למזכיר ההגנה האמריקני, הבעיות שעימן עלינו להתמודד, איראן, איראן ואיראן, כתבנו אריאל זיגלר. 
השר ליברמן נפגש הבוקר לראשונה עם מזכיר ההגנה של ארה״ב ג'יימס מאטיס במינכן. בפגישה אמר השר ליברמן למזכיר מאטיס, שלוש הבעיות העיקריות שאיתן עלינו להתמודד הן איראן, איראן ואיראן. הוא הוסיף כי יש לבנות קואליציה יעילה שתתמודד עם הטרור שהיא מפיצה בעולם, עם פיתוח הטילים שלה ועם הגרעין האיראני. השניים דנו בסוגיות נוספות במזרח התיכון וסיכמו כי יוסיפו לפעול יחד לשמירה על העניינים המשותפים לשתי המדינות. נתפסה חוליה שהטמינה מטעני חבלה למפורסמים, כתבתנו עד אז שטייף. הבוקר הוזעקו חבלני המשטרה לאזור התעשייה ברמת השרון. שם נמצאה לבנת חבלה מתחת למכוניתו של הכדורגלן קובי מוסה. המטען נוטרל ותוך זמן קצר הצליחו בלשי המשטרה ללכוד שני חשודים בהטמנתו, אחד מהם מבכירי העבריינים בתל אביב. החשד, השניים משמשים כחוליה המטמינה מטעני חבלה מתחת למכוניות על פי דרישה, זאת כדי לאיים על בעלי המכוניות או אפילו לפגוע בהם. ביניהם מרגול ואיש העסקים מאיר שמיר. החשודים מובאים בשעה זאת להארכת מעצרם. אחרי תשעה חודשים ללא נציב כבאות והצלה ראשי, השר לביטחון הפנים גלעד ארדן החליט למנות את תת-אלוף במילואים דדי שמחי לתפקיד. כתבנו נתנאל דרשן. עם הרשעתו בעדות שקר שתפסה משה סוויסה שהיה המועמד המוביל לשמש כנציב הכבאות, נותר תת-אלוף שמחי מועמד יחיד. בכך יונחד שוב נציב שלא מתוך שירות הכבאות לפקד על הארגון בכפוף לאישור הממשלה. לשמחי עבר עשיר בצבא ובתפקידו האחרון כיהן כראש מטה פיקוד העורף. השר לביטחון הפנים גלעד ארדן אמר עם המינוי כי כישוריו וניסיונו העשיר של קמחי הצעידו את הארגון קדימה. מתה מפצעיה קשישה שנפגעה אתמול בתאונת דרכים באזור קריית גת, כתבנו רמי שני. התאונה התרחשה במחלף הכבישים 6 ו-35 בין מכונית פרטית לרכב היסעים. אישה בת 87 שנסעה במכונית הפרטית נפגעה קלות ככל הנראה כי נהגה התפרץ לצומת מבלי לתת זכות קדימה לתנועה בנתיבים החוצים. האישה פונתה עם שלושה אחרים, כולם במצב קל, לבית החולים ברזילי באשקלון. הבוקר נמסר כי היא מתה מפצעיה. חקירת התאונה נמשכת. התחזית קר וללא גשם. אלה החדשות שעורך דן דובין, בצוות יערה אגם יחורי ושי לביא.
do one more from Vegas coming up. Boy, do they have amazing Arab Shabbos music, don't they? From Vegas, volume number five. That's Rabos Bunos here at JM in the AM. Before that one, you heard the um, Omek Hadavar selection, Echad Yachid, here at JM in the AM. Uh, Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, Danny Danone, is scheduled to join us toward the end of this hour, coming up here at JM in the AM. Stay tuned. A lot of interesting things to discuss with him, that's for sure. Um, community calendar has a lot of stuff happening. A special shout-out to our friends at Mayanot High School. They are hosting uh, two Israeli soldiers this morning in a uh, program that will um, that will bring to the school uh, Israeli soldiers who served in the IDF during missions in Gaza, Lebanon, and Judea and Samaria. The soldiers will share their stories from the front lines and take questions from students. That is happening this morning uh, at Mayanot. I know the parents are invited, so if you have an opportunity to go down there, if you're a Mayanot parent, obviously we encourage it. The legal holiday year for the Bialystokers Synagogue takes place this coming Monday, uh, starting at 9.30 in the morning. Right, Dr. David Horowitz from REITS will speak on the blind and visually impaired in Halacha. The blind and visually impaired in Halacha that happens this coming Monday, legal holiday year at the Bialystoker Shul on the Lower East Side, beginning at 9.30. As we've been telling you, the Shivat Nitivot Montessori has an amazing concert this coming Sunday. Eighth day in the Journey Concert Experience, 2.30 p.m. this coming Sunday at the Joanne Magistro Performing Arts Center on Ruse Lane in East Brunswick, New Jersey. Information, 732-985-4626. Again, that's 732-985-4626. And I'm sure that if you just search it online, uh, the school has all the information there. Eighth day is amazing. If you have an opportunity to go there this coming Sunday, do it. 2.30 p.m., East Brunswick, New Jersey. Special shout-out to East Brunswick, where we hope to be next week, please, God. Uh, 732-985-4626 is the uh, telephone number. Um, I, I mentioned yesterday that Assemblyman Dove Hyken in New York has um, arranged for a petition online to convince and to um, make a strong point to Senator Schumer to pull the plug for support for Keith Ellison for DNC chair. The online petition can be found at change.org. Kudos to Assemblyman Dove Hikins, who has undertaken this um, this mission, frankly. And uh, we'll see what happens uh, with that. If you want to, information about the petition, it's change.org for information. Reminder, Mizrahi has the mega mission of a lifetime coming up for Yom Yerushalayim. It is, uh, it is getting closer and closer. The Mizrahi World Movement invites you to be part of the incredible Jubilee celebration, 50 years of a reunited Jerusalem. Uh, all we are asking is that every shul and school and men's club and sisterhood and family be represented in Jerusalem that day on May the 24th. Join us, everybody. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. Mizrahi.org slash YY50. I want to thank um, uh, Shlaimi Werdiger for joining us the other day. I remind you this coming Monday, he was telling us how important an organization this is. This coming Monday, the Caring Hearts Club presents a second chance, a soul-stirring a soul inspirational concert featuring Mordechai Ben David and many other amazing stars. It's happening at NJPAC, the New Jersey Performing Arts Center in Newark, New Jersey, this coming Monday, February the 20th. Information, 732-985-4626. 732-985-4626. 
for information. And uh, don't forget the Young Israel of Manhattan tomorrow night. If you want to see Mordechai Shapiro and Ellie Marcus in a great performance at 845 tomorrow night at the Seward Park High School. It's located at 350 Grand Street here in New York City. It's a five-minute walk from the DF, MJ, and Z train. So, I mean, public transportation is really, really easy. And uh, tickets uh, by uh, by calling 212-460-9450. That's 212-460-9450. Nine four five zero tomorrow night. Mordechai Shapiro, Ellie Marcus, Seward Park High School begins at eight forty five. Should be a lot of fun. Young Israel Manhattan concerts always are. Friday morning, it's JM in the AM with more from Vegas.
In the AM, Kapara, done by Avremo. It's Avram Freed here on a Friday morning broadcast. Nara Yisi Nevesh Jr. You heard Rachim from Dveikus, Volume 5. Friday morning at 7.30 in the morning. 
Thanks for joining us. Candlelighting time on this Arab Shabbos Parsha's Yisro is 514. 514 is your official candlelighting time. The ambassador of Israel to the United Nations, the Honorable Danny Danone, is going to join us a few minutes from now here at JM and the AM. Get his perspective on a very interesting week, to say the least. Um... So we'll do that coming up here at JMNAM. Naomi Nachman has announced her lineup for today's show. Naomi Nachman, the author of the book Perfect for Pesach, which uh, everybody out there uh, should be ordering. I would hope you are. Um, oh, and Naomi sent me a note yesterday. Where is that? She sent me something yesterday afternoon, um, which talked about what people can save and get if they order the book now through uh, artscroll.com. I'll try to pull it up. Uh, oh, yeah, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Um, if you order the book Perfect for Pesach through Artscroll before the 23rd of February, if you order the book through artscroll.com or through Artscroll before the 23rd of February, you get a signed copy as well as the pre-order discount. All you got to do is go to the web, artscroll.com, and use the promo code Naomi, N-A-O-M-I, at checkout. Simple as that. All right, so uh, everybody out there, if you want to save money and if you want to have a uh, nice keepsake of an autographed cookbook by Naomi, make sure to go to artscroll.com, do it before the 23rd of February, You'll get a signed copy of the book, and you'll receive the pre-order discount. Do all of this using the promo code Naomi, N-A-O-M-I, at checkout. Um, anyway, I got sidetracked here, right, because I was telling you I was telling you who Naomi's going to be having on today uh, during Table for Two. Coming up at 9 o'clock this morning, right after JM and the AM, it will be another edition of Table for Two. And uh, today, Naomi Nachman welcomes uh, into the studio... Uh, nutritionist Beth Warren, blogger and cookbook author Leah Shapira, and the Baked by BB owners Sarah BB and Barbara Dayan. They are all going to be together. So uh, all of these experts will be with Naomi starting at 9 a.m. Eastern time right here on the Nahum Siegel Network following JM in the AM. And, of course, you can watch all the proceedings on our homepage. The video will be up at NahumSiegel.com. All right, the video will be up at NahumSiegel.com on the homepage. You can watch that starting at 9 o'clock this morning. At 10 a.m., the Kedem presentation begins of the Arab Shabbos music mix, uh, including Mark Zamek's uh, Friday Live Lunch at 12 noon Eastern time. All of that going all the way until candle lighting time. Make sure to tune in and enjoy. Meanwhile, more coming up on this Friday morning broadcast of JM in the AM. Here's Shlomo Katz. At <laughs> Boy, Hala, Boy, Hala, 
Hashem, 
Friday morning, Erev Shabbos. No weekly update this week. Uh, Malcolm Holine is traveling, as many of you know, with the uh, Conference of Presidents. I believe he's in Morocco as we speak. He'll rejoin us, please God, next Friday morning here at JM and the AM. It is a Friday on this Erev Shabbos Parsha's Yisro with candle lighting at 514 on this Erev Shabbos. It is with great pleasure that um, I introduce the Israeli ambassador to the United Nations, the Honorable Danny Danone, is with us live via telephone. Mr. Ambassador, Shalom, welcome back to JM in the AM. Shalom, good morning, great to be back, Nahum. I appreciate that. There's so much to discuss, and we will get to the uh, larger issues, especially vis-a-vis the um, a meeting at the White House this week. But but first, I've got to mention, it, it seems they don't like you at Columbia University, huh? Well, I think freedom of speech is something that uh, the people uh, of the BDS movement haven't heard about it yet. But I was very happy to attend uh, the event and to speak and, uh, and to show the facts to the students. Yes, but you know, the BDS movement is active, and uh, everywhere I go, uh, they follow me, they try to disturb, but they will not be successful. We spoke there, and I think it is very important that the uh, Israelis, people who support Israel, will continue to speak everywhere despite the, the noises coming from the BDS movement. Yeah, the reason I kicked off the conversation this morning with that topic is because you have been at the forefront of battling BDS and monitoring what's going on in this country, especially on the college campuses. I'm sure it was a, it was an interesting experience uh, in terms of being at Columbia and, uh, and having the protests against you. But is there any way... In these months that you're in this position and with the and with the great efforts you've made in the area of the BDS, or I should say anti-BDS movement, is there any way to judge uh, the effectiveness of it? Is there any way for you to report to us that things have gotten better in certain areas? Uh, absolutely. Now, when you see it, uh, legislation, state legislation, uh, you see a change. And also today, people understand that we need to fight BDS. Today, it's become politically correct to say, yes, we have a problem and we need to confront it. On March 29th, we will have another major event at the UN, another major conference to fight BDS. And I think we're starting to see the results where we have students, by the way, not only Jewish, also Christians taking the initiatives, uh, forming groups to fight BDS. And I think we're starting to see the change on campuses in terms of the, the spirit. We are not on the defense anymore. Now we are on the offense, and I think that uh, it will not be over in a week or a year, but we're actually starting to see the change. Israeli Ambassador to the United Nations, Danny Danone, with us live via telephone. Um, we saw what happened in the White House this week, the meeting between Prime Minister Netanyahu and President Trump. Uh, we also saw in advance of the meeting the euphoria that continues from the right wing in Israel who are expecting great things and very positive things from their perspective uh, in this relationship between the Prime Minister and uh, and the President. What was your impression of the encounter between the two of them and the, the policy uh, statements that President Trump made regarding Israel and the peace process? Well, I think it was a very successful visit uh, of the Prime Minister, I think when people looked at the pictures, and you say you started by saying we saw, that's the first thing, people saw the relationship, they saw the bond between Israel and the U.S., it is very important. The way I, our Prime Minister was treated in Washington, and I think the content was also very important for us. And, you know, especially after what happened in the U.N. last December, when the shameful resolution passed 
the, EU, the previous administration allowed this shameful resolution to pass, I think it was very important to, to show to the world that the, the bond is there, we continue to work together, and I, I feel very optimistic about it. Also, the new UN uh, ambassador, the American ambassador to the UN, Ambassador Nikki Haley, she started with supporting Israel, and we, we are very optimistic about it. I was wondering if you already have established a good working relationship with her. Yes, I know. In the U.N., you don't have time to practice. And when you come into the halls of the U.N., you have to work. And we work together on several issues. We met, and I think that we will see a change at the U.N., because the U.N. should be changed. And I think Ambassador Haley understands that the U.S. is in the U.N. not only to support and give major funding, but also it's about time to demand some changes. Ambassador Danny Dion with us. I, I mentioned that um, uh, that the the um, the right wing euphoria uh, was um, was prevalent, especially in the news this week out of Israel. Is it unrealistic? Uh, the right wing political parties who are expecting uh, a lot from this relationship now between Israel and the United States is it somewhat unrealistic? And are they expecting too much? No, I always say that we certainly have to expect from ourselves. So I think that, you know, when you have a strong government in Israel, then you can demand from our allies. I think the Prime Minister made it very clear that the issues of security will be the number one priority. And I think today, when you speak about the Arab countries in the region, people understand that it's also about their security. In the past, we used to speak about security. It was only our security. But today, when you speak with countries uh, in the Gulf or moderate Arab countries in the region, we share the security needs, and I think it is very important. Uh, yes, there will be a dialogue. You know, it's a relationship. We might not agree all the time with the new administration, but you, you can feel the, the new atmosphere. Ambassador Danny Danone on the telephone with us. Um, uh, you know, the, um, the topic, or I should say the... Uh, uh, yeah, the topic of anti-Semitism in the United States has become uh, a, a very, very... It's always been an important issue and one we followed closely, uh, but, but both because of what happened yesterday with the reporter in the White House and for other reasons, uh, it seems to really be at the forefront right now. And I know this is not really you know, your responsibility, so to speak, but as you see what's going on, all the JCCs and, uh, and and Jewish sites that are that are that are uh, that have to be evacuated because of uh, threats from terrorists or whoever it is that's you know calling in these bomb threats and the different episodes that are going around uh, going on around this country uh, that are classified as anti-Semitic hate crimes. Um, what direction do you think we're going in here? What, what what do we need to be aware of as all this is happening in this country? Well, first of all, we need to condemn anti-Semitism. Period, and that's uh, what we do. We will continue to do. We will continue to work together with the Jewish communities. And, you know, those threats, uh, unfortunately, are not new to us. Only yesterday there was another threat on the Israeli consulate in Miami. And, uh, unfortunately, it is part uh, of uh, our existence that uh, Israel is under threat, sometimes the Jewish communities. But, uh, but I think that, you know, uh, what the Prime Minister said is very important. We know that we can work together with the administration, uh, fighting, uh, also fighting anti-Semitism, and I believe we will see it, but uh, the approach would be that uh, we are not hiding. If there is a problem, 
we need to face it. I, and, and I know you're in a big rush, and I'll, I'll let you go. I just have to ask you one more thing. The, and we learned, I think we learned this lesson again from the Chokaz Dara as it was passed last week in the Knesset. And, you know, the global community, uh, many parts of the global community were up in arms about it. Uh, but, but yet these things died down, and it seems it's, it, it's usually better for Israel to just act because they're going to be criticized no matter what they do. When it comes to the settlement freeze or the perceived settlement freeze and the, and the, uh, and the uh, direction that Israel has to take in terms of whether they're building or not, shouldn't that be the attitude, especially at this time? Just do, because no matter what, the world's going to condemn us no matter what happens? Well, you know, when you look at the history of the Jewish state, you see that we were condemned uh, about almost everything. On the day Israel was established, uh, we saw the international community condemning Israel. We do meet, we do hear uh, our friends, especially uh, our allies, when they have uh, issues they want to bring up with us, even to criticize us. It's legitimate. But at the end, uh, we have to do what is important to the state of Israel, to the Jewish people, because uh, for us we don't have any other options. So maybe if some other countries will make a mistake, they will be able to repair it. For us, we don't have the, the luxury of making mistakes. No room for error, that's for sure. Uh, Ambassador Danone Tadara Bashabat Shalom to you and thank Tudar, you so much Shabbat for joining shalom. us. Thank you. Always a pleasure. Uh, Israeli Ambassador to the United Nations, Ambassador Danny Danone. Um, very kind of him to take some time this morning. He is on an insane schedule, as you can imagine. Uh, but never says no to us, which we greatly appreciate and love his perspective and more than anything else, love his optimism. Uh, when it comes to the news of the day, always, uh, always looking forward and looking up when it comes to Israel and the Jewish people. More coming up on a Friday morning broadcast. This is JM in the AM. Uh, Malcolm Holine is not available to us today. He is uh, in Morocco at the Conference of Presidents mission, a mission that no doubt he and I will be able to discuss next Friday in depth. Uh, I'm sure it's another fascinating journey for him and the Conference of Presidents. Um, uh, for this time of year, it's always this time of year that they take these uh, uh, these missions and accomplish a great deal. So I'm sure we'll have an opportunity next week to speak with him about uh, what this week was like for him and the Conference of Presidents. Erev Shabbos, Parshas Yisro, candle lighting at 514 on this Erev Shabbos, 514. President's Day weekend, guess what? We are here Monday. We are here Monday, bright and early. So whether you're heading to work, heading to school, or if you're off from work or off from school, in any case, no matter what the case may be, uh, we'll be here to take uh, very good care of you on a JM and the AM Monday morning broadcast, so make sure you're tuned in. Tuesday, of course, we'll do our Yeshiva League sports update. And remember, we have amazing programming all through the weekend, including Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami, featuring Rabbi Eliezer Zwickler tomorrow night. Saw Rabbi Zwickler last Shabbos at the Rose Zada Bar Mitzvah. Always great to see him. On Sunday morning, it's JM Sunday with Matis, and Matis has the one and only Wheel of Fortune phenom, Yoni Pollock, our very own Yoni Pollock. Uh, that he'll be speaking with this coming Sunday. So Matis Weingast and JM Sunday is live, is a live presentation, 7 a.m. Eastern Time, this coming Sunday morning uh, on the Nahum Siegel Network. And again, his guest will be Yoni Pollock, and that should be very, very interesting. And um, the court report with Elliot Weiselberg uh, as he goes through uh, hockey and basketball and all the sports out there, uh, that happens on Sunday night. And uh, that happens on Sunday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, on our incredible Nahum Siegel Network. Uh, more coming up. Thank you so much for keeping it at America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program, heard on listeners-sponsored digital radio, around the world in the web at uh, NahumSiegel.com, on the Nahum Siegel Network, and, of course, 
as you would suspect, on our beloved NSN app. More coming up on a Friday morning broadcast at JM in the AM. Keep it. 
Amazing, huh? Leif Tahar with their Adam Zmiros. Before that, you heard the uh, Ari Goldwag selection, Curry Bone. It's a Friday morning. Malcolm Holine is uh, traveling in Morocco with the Conference of Presidents mission. He is not able to join us this morning. He will hopefully be back next Friday morning for a weekly update. And we'll get to hear all about the mission and about many other things uh, regarding Israel and the Jewish world. Uh, I want to thank those who are commenting on our app. It is much appreciated. A lot of great comments on our app this morning. Can't go through all of them right now. Candlelighting at 514 on this era of Shabbos Parshas Yisro. Want to wish a mazel tov to uh, Tsipora and Avi Koslowski and to the extended Landsman and Koslowski families and the birth of a brand new baby boy. Mazel tov from all of us here at JM in the AM. Bialystoker Shul has their legal holiday sheer at 930 in the morning on Monday with my Dr. David Horowitz on the topic of the blind and visually impaired in halacha. Remember, we have an amazing lineup all through the day here on the Nachum Siegel Network. Right after JM and the AM, uh, it's going to be Naomi Nachman, Table for Two. The video will be up on the homepage at NachumSiegel.com. And uh, you'll hear Naomi with her guest, nutritionist Beth Warren, blogger and cookbook author Leah Shapira, and Baked by BB owners Sarah BB and Barbara Diane. It's all happening at 9 o'clock this morning right after JM and the AM. With our friends from a Table for Two. Naomi Nachman is out with a brand new book, don't forget. It's uh, it's actually in pre-order right now. And if you 
If you order through ArtScroll before the 23rd of February, you get a signed copy of the book as well as the pre-order discount. Use the promo code Naomi at checkout when you go to ArtScroll.com, and they'll take very good care of you. Shout out to our friends at Mayanode High School. They're hosting two Israeli soldiers as part of a special program this morning. Enjoy, everybody. I'm sure it's going to be very inspirational, to say the least. A reminder, this coming Monday, as Shlomi Werdiger told us on the air earlier in the week, it's a soul-stirring, inspirational evening entitled A Second Chance, happening this coming Monday, February the 20th, at NJPAC, starring Mordechai Ben David and a whole host of incredible Jewish music superstars. Uh, the Caring Hearts Club is responsible for it. Uh, it's an exclusive evening that puts those with less first. Information about tickets for Monday at NJPAC in Newark, New Jersey. 718-435-8989, 718-435-8989 uh, for information on that. And I remind you that this coming Sunday, Yeshivat Netivot Montessori presents 8th Day in a concert entitled The Journey Concert Experience. 8th Day, this coming Sunday, 2.30 p.m. at the Performing Arts Center on Ruse Lane in East Brunswick, New Jersey. Big shout out to East Brunswick. Hope to see everybody down in East Brunswick next week. Uh, we'll be visiting next Shabbat, Bezrat Hashem. Information about this coming Sunday's concert, which begins at 2.30 p.m. at the Performing Arts Center on Ruse Lane in East Brunswick for Yeshivat Netivot Montessori. You dial 732-985-4626, 732-985-4626, or just go to the Yeshiva website and get all the uh, event information and get ready to enjoy a wonderful and incredible event. Rabbi Yudin is coming up, of course, with words regarding Parshas Yisro. That's coming up here at JM in the AM. Uh, we'll have that for you. And again, the return of Malcolm Holmline should be next week after the completion of the uh, of the Conference of Presidents mission to Morocco and other countries. We'll get a full report right here a week from today uh, at JM in the AM. A reminder, it's President's Day weekend. We are here Monday, live. We are here Monday, and we are live. And uh, if you have the day off, or if you're off from school, or from work, or if you're on school or on work on Monday, make sure to be tuned in. We'll be right here at the Nachum Siegel Network. Here's Yaakov Shweki.
Shweki and we are a miracle here on a Friday morning broadcast. Candlelighting 514. Erev Shabbos Parshas Yisra. I was going through constant information before. And I uh, neglected to mention the young Israel of Manhattan. Tomorrow night in what is always a, uh, a cozy and wonderful musical environment at Seward Park High School. Uh, the Young Israel of Manhattan presents their 38th annual concert with Mordechai Shapiro and Ellie Marcus. They are in concert tomorrow night starting at 845 at Seward Park High School, 350 Grand Street in Lower Manhattan. It is a five-minute walk. Not even five minutes. I don't know why they say five minutes. It's less than a five-minute walk from the DFMJ and Z trains if you want to come by public transportation. And uh, there usually is parking in the area. Usually there is parking in the area. Phone number 212-460-9450, 212-460-9450. It's Mordechai Shapiro, Ellie Marcus. They are together tomorrow night, Young Israel of Manhattan at Seward Park High School, Grand Street on the Lower East Side. Um, this time each and every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Uden, spiritual leader of congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire listening audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. Good Erev Shabbos, everybody. Tomorrow we have the privilege of reading Pashas Yisro. Pashas Yisro contains the Ten Commandments. According to the Chinuch, there are three 
positive obligations in this parsha, and 14 negative or restrictions in this parsha. Interestingly, it, we must comment for a moment regarding the Ten Commandments in the following sense, that when we think of miracles, we usually think of the splitting of the Red Sea, and indeed it was. However, the splitting of the Red Sea, I don't want to say it paled, but when you think about it, the revelation which took place in this week's parsha, namely, that several million Jews experienced and underwent prophecy, and this is something which we'll get to in a few moments, this is something which never, ever happened again in world history. And we should realize the uniqueness and specialty of the relationship which Hashem has with His people. As it says in the fifth book, Hashem has any other nation heard God speak to them directly as you did. I'd like to point out an interesting theme which goes through the parsha. It begins indeed with the first verse of the parsha, which reads Vayishma Yisro. Yisro heard, and Rashi comments, what is it that he heard? He heard just as the rest of the world did regarding Kriyas Yamsuf and Milchemes Amalek, the war and our victory over Amalek. And Rashi adds, Mashmua Shama Uva. He didn't only hear like the rest of the world did, but he did something after he heard, and that is he came and converted. Now, Yisro, Rashi tells us again, had seven names, and the explanation for the term and the pronoun Yisro is that he added a chapter to our Torah, namely the chapter of advising Moshe how to more efficiently judge the nation. The Torah describes who he is in really four words. He's Kohen Midian, he is a priest of Midian, and he is Hossein Moshe, Moshe's father-in-law. Now, that a chapter of Torah is added through him, wow, that is a great merit and something that Moshe could be proud of. Hossein Moshe, that says a great deal about him, Moshe's father-in-law. But to praise Yisro, that he is a Midianite priest, why does the Torah put that in? And how does it go with the other compliments that the Torah seems to be giving Yisro in the very first verse? So, Rav Simcha Ziskin Brody, Zatzal, Rosh Yeshiva the Chevron Yeshiva, in his Sefer, Sam Derech, suggests something very fascinating. The Torah uses the term Kohen Midyan, 
that Yisro was a priest in Midian, and that is a complement to Yisro. How so? If you go further in this chapter, chapter 18, the first chapter of the Parsha, and you look at verse 11, what does Yisro say? Atoyadati, now I know, Kigodol Hashem Mikol Ho'elo Him. Now I know that Hashem is greater than all the gods. And what does Rashi say on the phrase from all the gods? Melamed, Rashi quotes the Mechilta, Shehoya Makir Bechol Yisro made it his business to investigate, to explore, and to try out each and every idolatry literally in the world. There was none that he didn't try out and reject. In other words, says the Sam Derech, this represents the greatness of Yisro, that he was a mevakesh. He was constantly searching to grow. He was constantly searching for the truth. He wasn't satisfied with the status quo. He wanted more. And this is an incredible feature, most positive characteristic to have as a prerequisite for him to become Jewish. And indeed, as we move on in the Parsha, the same characteristic the Jewish people demonstrated at Sinai. Where do we see that? If you look in chapter 19, Pasuk 9, so we see very clearly, with the help of Rashi, that there was to be a plan A at Sinai, and this plan A was that Hashem was to appear to Moshe in front of the entire nation. And the entire nation would realize that God was communicating with Moshe. And as a result, as the Torah says, They will believe in you, Moshe, as a result of this. This was plan A. And the Torah says, by Yadid Moshe, the last phrase of Pasuk 9, is Devrei Ha'am El Hashem. Moshe then we re- relayed the response of the people to Hashem's plan. And what do they say? Says Moshe to Hashem, Ritzonam Lishmoa Mincha. Hashem, they don't want to hear it from me. They want to hear it directly from you. In a doma, you can't compare. If somebody hears it from an emissary, meaning I will be their emissary, from someone who hears directly from the king. The people said, it is our desire, Liros Esmalkenu. Plan A, the people would have been spectators. Plan, plan B, the people say to Moshe, no, we don't want to be spectators. We want to be participants in the process. In which case, the next verse continues and says, okay, says Hashem, if that's the case, go and tell the people, the Kidashtam, Hayomumachar, that they are to literally prepare themselves. They are to go to the mikvah. They are to separate themselves from their wives in all of preparation for their 
prophecy. They didn't want simply to allow Moshe to get the Ten Commandments on their behalf. They wanted that they should actually hear it from God. And indeed, the first two they did get from Hashem Himself. And it's only after that that they come running to Moshe and say, okay, you give us the rest. We find this again, that don't be satisfied where you are. Always try for more. We find this in the very last verse, where the Torah says, that when you ascend the altar, the Mizbeach, do not do so on step, steps, but rather there was a kevish, there was a ramp that went up to the uh, altar, to the Mizbeach. Now, Rashi, based upon the conclusion of the verse, based upon the modesty that the Kohen should not reveal his private part even to the steps. Now, however, I heard from my late teacher, Rav Moshe Bezdin, Zechrona Levracha, a beautiful interpretation, and that is as follows. On a staircase, a person can stop. Someone has a heart condition, they walk three, four steps, and they stop. Three, four steps, and they stop. On a ramp, it's much more challenging to stop. You've got to go up, or you've got to go down. Says the Torah, that when it comes to the Mizbeach, when it comes to the area of spirituality, don't stand on a staircase, because there you can be satisfied with where you are. I'm okay No, says the Torah, there's to be a ramp, because if you don't go up, you go down. And interestingly, at the conclusion of the first paragraph of Oleinu, that we say three times every day, we conclude the first paragraph with a pasuk from Vo'eschanan Devarim, Chapter 4, verse 39. You shall know this day and take to your heart. The God is literally the God. And in heaven above, and on the earth below, says the Orachos Chaim of the Rush, very sharp that when it comes to the areas of spirituality, Bashamayim, Mimal, look upward, look at those individual or individuals in the plural who are above you and learn from them that they are their davening is better than yours. Their learning is more constant as than yours. Their chesed is more plentiful than yours. So in the area of spirituality, look up and constantly grow. The Allah when it comes to the area of the material, mitachas, look down and look and see that you are much better than others. And therefore, putting things in the right perspective. Too often, we do just the opposite. When it comes to the area of spirituality, we become sameach bechelko. We become very happy. Here's where I am. I'm fine. I don't have to grow. 
And yet, when it comes to the air of materialism, there's where we want to grow. From Parshas Yisro, we learn a very important lesson. The lesson of being a mevakesh. Not to be satisfied where you are. Always to improve your Torah, your tefillah, and your chesed. Shabbat Shalom to all.
before the hour. Naomi Nachman at the top of the hour with the Table for Two action-packed show today. And, of course, we wish her Mazel Tov on the brand-new book, Perfect for Pesach. You can go to artsgirl.com. If you order today, you get a signed copy of the book and the uh, the pre-order discount if you use the uh, promo code Naomi um, during your checkout process. Promo code Naomi for that. Um, <coughs> our political... Director, our um, uh, our political correspondent for the Nachum Siegel Network is, of course, Michael Fragan. And in addition, maybe to asking him a couple of questions about the current political scene, which 
I will decide if I'm going to do or not. <laughs> I've asked them to join us because Achiezer has their big dinner a week from t- a week from Sunday night, a week from Sunday night at Bay Harbor Mall in Lawrence, New York. And I, I don't know if he remembers, but he basically is responsible for my introduction to Achiezer. We'll see if, in fact, Michael Fragan remembers. Political director at the Nachum Siegel Network, Michael Fragan, welcome back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum, good morning, and uh, good morning, Shabbos. By the way, I, um, I, I again uh, tuned in to Spin Class yesterday. Michael's show is 9.30 Eastern Time on Thursday here at the Nachum Siegel Network. And uh, you know I've always admired what you've done, but the combination of you and Phil Goldfeder, there is a, a tremendous amount of energy there. I mean, really a lot of energy. And for the listeners, I think it makes for an even better show. I think so. The problem is right now we find ourselves agreeing too much. That's a little bit. Of, I, I gotta start, you know, questioning my own political convictions if I'm agreeing with Phil Goldfeder all that much. <laughs> That's funny you say that. Someone commented to me yesterday. It sounds like Phil is really letting everybody know his real opinions now that he's not in office anymore. <laughs> well, you know how politicians are, and uh, you can only reform yourself so much. Uh, but let's just say he's still holding back a little bit. I'm trying to. <laughs> Get his inner political animal out a little bit more. And I hope he knows that I'm, uh, and we're just having fun because we are tremendous admirers of his, to say the least. That you can hear him, everybody. Oh, he does. We're having a great time, I have to say. And look, there's no shortage of fodder these days, as you well know. So it's uh, it's really great times for those who like to uh, pontificate or punditrate or whatever the appropriate word is uh, to cover the today's uh, political circus. By the way, I, I have a completely different take on what happened yesterday at the White House vis-a-vis the Jewish community and the uh, and the Haredi reporter with the question about anti-Semitism. I totally, I, I have not found anybody who has stated on social media what I am thinking about the whole incident, and I'm not getting into it now, but I just want you to know, Mr. Michael Fragan, that I have a completely different perspective than everybody else. I have to say, uh, Jake Turks is a intelligent correspondent, intelligent journalist, and I thought his question was totally appropriate. At the, you can ask somebody to condemn anti-Semitism without accusing them of being an anti-Semite. There is a difference, and everybody should appreciate that. There's nothing wrong with the Jewish correspondent asking an appropriate Jewish question, as did the Israeli correspondent the day before. And he didn't get an answer. Uh, you know, I have to say, recently, uh, JCC in our neighborhood in Oceanside was evacuated due to a bomb threat. There are kids inside. This is a problem. Uh, whether it's a hoax or not, there's, there is a trend right now for it. And the same way I would expect local officials to condemn it, I expect all kinds of officials to condemn these types of acts. It's an easy, it's a softball. Usually it's a softball. There shouldn't be controversy around this. Don't create controversy where there shouldn't be one. Okay. Well, uh, on the on the seriousness of the issue itself, I'm in total agreement with you. Uh, in terms of perspective of uh, how things went down yesterday, I think we'll have to agree to disagree. But we, oh. can, we can discuss this at a future time, that's for sure. Uh, this, that's for sure. Uh, this uh, February the 20th, do you remember? Do you remember that you're essentially, and, and maybe some other people out there will take offense to this, but... But I believe you're responsible for my first introduction to Achiezer. Uh, when, Super, uh, when Superstorm I Sandy happened, I think you were the first to really bring me in, so to speak. Uh, that, that's correct, Achim. I remember that day when you came down and the five towns for Auckland community, we felt you know, totally isolated in the world. 
because remember there was no gas. You couldn't get anywhere. There was no electricity. We couldn't do. It was it was living in a, a different country from the rest of the world. And people would come down, and you would see the awesomeness of the situation. And people didn't have food. They didn't have clothing. We went to Shayashiv together, where it was basically a relief center instead of the yeshiva, serving three hot meals a day to people, yep. clothing, donated clothing that people could use. And the fact that you came down and then really broadcast that to the rest of the world about the devastation that was going on, I think woke a lot of people up. And there's no question as far as the coordination what was going on? A lot of a lot of organizations, a lot of uh, a lot of different people were involved in the Sandy recovery and relief. The JCC of the Rockaways, Met Council, UJA Federation, Ohasde um, Lays, but Achiezer was there actually as a I think really as a coordinating agency, and that's really the the habit taken on that if you need help, you make a phone call, no matter what you need. If you're, if you're part of our, you know, anybody in our community can make one phone call right. and get what they need because people can't navigate things themselves, especially people in need when they have emergencies, even in non-emergency situations. It's always very difficult to know who to call. And Achiezer Service has that phone call for them. And months and years later, it's really as you just described, you place a phone call and they point you in the right direction. That's really what it is, whether it's their own uh, you know, uh, office staff that's going to help you or if it's uh, another organization that's out there ready to help with that specific problem. So it's not just that they were there during Sandy, and again, as you say, you know, so many of the other organizations helped then and continue to help now, but Achiezer showed that they have incredible lasting value and that they're ready to step it up and do even more than they were doing in terms of services across the board uh, compared to that period of time. So, look, I guess that's the reason that so many people are coming to the dinner on the 26th of February, because so many people are either indebted to them or appreciate their incredible work. So. You know. Absolutely. And we all know people, unfortunately, who have situations where they need a helping hand, where whether it's a medical, an unexpected medical situation, whether it's an expected medical situation, whether they're having, they know a family member who has a mental health issue, whether there's financial issues, whether they have an insurance issue. Right. There's all kinds of things that come along or, you know, people don't, they have legal issues that they're not prepared for. Uh, there, there, are, there are a lot of people out there who are willing to lend time and expertise uh, to people, fellow people in the community, but they don't know how to connect one another. And Achiezer really serves to connect a lot of people uh, who can help one another, which was really one of the great things. I mean, the amazing part, that the amazing program they did this year, Chesed in My Backyard, Cindy, it's a great moniker. You know, the ability that everybody we have as individuals, as part of the community, to give to other people. Uh, just even to deliver and to stock a fridge with Shabbos packages for those who find themselves in the hospital, local hospitals. What an incredible chesed that you give an opportunity to other people to perform that chesed for a totally unknown person. And that's the highest form of chesed. You don't even know the recipient, but you're going ahead and providing them food for Shabbos, an extra peace of mind that they know if they're stuck in the hospitals, God forbid, a loved one has an issue, that they have that peace of mind that they know there's going to be something provided for them while they're there. Yeah, no question about it. We, we could talk about them forever. Uh, mazal tov to all the honorees, Avi and Pesty Goldstein, Shopsy Schreier, Rabbi and Mrs. Sandler, Dr. Norman Atsuka, Joel and Cheryl Baruch. They're all being recognized on the night of February the 26th. Michael Fragan and I encourage everybody to continue to support the work of Achiezer. You could go to the web at achiezer.org and place a reservation. 
Uh, again, the 26th of February is the uh, is the date. Or you can call 516-791-4444, 516-791-4444. And by the way, Michael, before I let you go, what do you think of the venue of the dinner this year? I haven't been in Best Buy since it closed, so I'm excited <laughs> to see what happens. <laughs> They're literally turning that big empty space into a dinner location, which is pretty cool. <laughs> I, look, uh, I have to say, I'm sure uh, that uh, Ben Ashkenazi and the Ashkenazi uh, organization deserve a lot of credit. They, the owners of the of the Bay Harbor Mall, in allowing Achiezer to use this for the dinner, a lot of people are going to be interested in the venue. Yep. It's not the usual type of space, and a more of a warehouse type of look. It's going to be it's going to be an exciting dinner. I'm very excited, and I'm honored to be associated with the organization. I'm happy to have made that connection for you. But look, Malcolm, you, you draw attention to so many good things happening in our community, and it's not just Akiyazer. There's so much great stuff going on in the, in the Jewish community. We should all be proud of these types of organizations that help one another and allow us, allow individuals to help each other. And that's really the greatest part of it. No question about it. Love schmoozing with you. Uh, looking forward to talking politics again in the very near future. Thank you, Michael. Okay, have a great Shabbos, and good Shabbos to everybody out there. Yes, Shabbat Shalom to you and to everybody. And uh, Michael Fragan, 9.30 in the morning on Thursdays, after Charlie Harari here at the Nahum Siegel Network with Spin Class, Achiezer Dinner, 516-791-4444. You are listening to JM in the AM.
the Kalbach Mimkomcha from his liner live in Odessa here at JM in the AM. Candle lighting at 514. Naomi Nachman with an amazing lineup coming up next with Table for Two. Lots going on if you keep it right here at the Nachum Siegel Network.
Nachama, brothers and sisters in Israel, we are with you. It's your favorite America's one and only Jewish Moments in the Morning Radio program. Heard on listeners, sponsored digital radio. Around the world on the web at NachumSegal.com, of course, on the NachumSegal Network, and on our beloved NSN app. Oh, yeah. Wraps up an amazing day and a fantastic week for us here at JM in the AM. I thank you all for tuning in and being part of this great experience. Naomi Nachman is next with Table for Two. Full lineup, of course, all through the day, including our Kedem presentation of the Arab Shabbos Music Mix and Mark Zomik's Friday Live Lunch at 12 noon. Saturday Night Seagull with Avrami tomorrow night. Matis will speak to Yoni Pollock, the Wheel of Fortune Phenom, on Sunday morning's edition of JM Sunday. Uh, and Monday we're here. It may be a legal holiday. doesn't matter. We are here Monday morning starting at 6 a.m. And I certainly hope you will join us no matter where you are. Have a wonderful Shabbos. Great weekend, everybody. Till Monday, Nachum Sigal reminding you, remember the past, live the present, and trust the future.